living your best life. This podcast is for the people who know that living your best life is more than just showing up for the good times. It's showing up for all that life has to offer, including the good, the bad, or the ugly. My goal is to give you actual tools that will allow you to show up to live your best life in a healthy, balanced, and totally real way. I'm your host, Cassie Duke. Hello! Welcome to our second episode titled, How to Deal with Stress. I just wanted to take a second to express gratitude for all of you who tuned in last week and showed up to support me. It meant so much to me and just filled me up with all sorts of good feelings. I got some amazing reviews from you and I am tremendously grateful for that. You're all wonderful and I wouldn't be here without any of you, so... I really do appreciate the support. It was scary and stressful, but I think the worst part is over, hopefully. (laughs) So yeah, let's chat about stress. Um, Today's topic, and I mentioned earlier, is how to deal with stress. I can honestly say that 99% of my clients, friends, family, and people that I interact with are all dealing with stress on some layer or level in their life. And I am not here to give you some magical recipe that you can, you know, whip up and melt away all of your stress. It's just not reality, my friends. Um, Stress is a part of our experience here. But I do have some tools that I am really excited to share with you that will help change your relationship relationship to stress. So let's jump in. First, I just want to give you an understanding of what stress actually is. Um, I don't know if you guys fully understand what happens in your body, like at a physical level, when you experience stress, but I wanted to take a second to talk about that. It's actually so crazy. Our bodies are so amazing and they do so much for us without us even being consciously aware of it. Our ancestors rarely experienced the stress that we do today. They would feel stress or um, what we call flight or fight mode when they were in actual danger of a predator. Like if they were about to be attacked by, you know, a a big animal, (laughs) they would uh, experience stress. And and typically that, that is now known as fight or flight mode. This would then stimulate the sympathetic nervous system in our brain. There's two parts of our brain that I'm talking about today. One is the parasympathetic nervous system. The other one is the sympathetic nervous system. So the when they were in danger of a predator, this would stimulate the sympathetic nervous system. And this part of your brain is responsible for secreting adrenaline and cortisol. And these are hormones that, like I said... Um, give your brain and your body the signal to either fight or flight. It sends a message uh, to your whole body. But over long periods of time, if the body is exposed to these hormones, it can cause some major imbalances. Do any of my listeners have an autoimmune disease related to the thyroid, like Hashimoto's? I don't know if anyone's familiar with this. Um, It's quite common, but it's only become common in the last little while. which leads me to think that this whole idea of stress 
in the society that we're living in is becoming quite a problem. I don't love the word problem. It's becoming quite a topic. Let's call it a topic. <laughs> uh, so a big contributor to hormone, or excuse me, to thyroid disease is either high or low levels of these hormones that I have mentioned. Our brains used to just go through this process when we were in danger, like our ancestors. But now, most Americans are in a state of stress almost always. <laughs> no wonder our hormones are so out of whack. So this is like on a physical level, what, what's happening in your body when you experience stress. We can talk for a moment about what happens to your mind, uh, your mental body, and your emotional body when you experience stress. Our mind typically starts to become overwhelmed with um, a lot of thoughts. We sometimes can get caught up in what I like to call snowball thinking. And that's when you can imagine if you start at the, at the top of a hill and uh, make a little snowball with your hand and then just uh, start rolling it down the, down the hill, it will start to grow and it will start going faster and faster and faster. And that's kind of what happens to our thoughts. As far as our emotional body, we can experience a lot of overwhelm, burnout, um, frustration, anger, these different kinds of emotions. So now I've given you kind of a background, if you will, on what can happen when we experience stress, as though you guys don't already know. <laughs> I want to give you some tips to think about. Tip number one, change your experience not your circumstance. I love the podcast by Jody Moore. It's titled Better Than Happy. Check her out if you haven't yet. She's incredible. She talks a lot about this idea of circumstance versus experience, and she says that we can really change our experiences when we focus on our reaction to circumstances. So let me repeat that. It's kind of some a lot of words. She has this idea of circumstance versus experience, and she says that we can really change our experiences when we focus on our reaction to circumstances. So let me give you an example. I found myself in a circumstance last week where I had several clients booking appointments. My daughter was teething and thus being very needy and clingy. Uh, my husband needed my attention. My house was a mess. There were a bunch of prior commitments that I had to show up for and I was obligated to go to. The list goes on. Circumstance is fact. It can be proven in a court of law. And everything I just described is a fact. But my reaction to this circumstance may not be a fact. I would offer that we can just call it an emotion or a reaction. My stress level was through the roof, as you can imagine. I got to the point of feeling so overwhelmed that I just didn't even want to do anything. Have you ever been there? Yeah. Some of the thoughts I was having looked like, I am so stressed out, I'm so overwhelmed, how am I going to have time for all of this, I feel tired, everyone needs my attention, why does everything have to happen at once? So I'm sure you've been in the same scenario as I have just described. <clears throat> Excuse me. These thoughts left me with that feeling I described earlier, a lot of overwhelm. Here is the good news, my friends. I don't have to feel that way if I don't want to. Whoa, light bulb moment. 
Because here's the thing, once we stop trying to change things that are out of our control, we really start to feel free. I couldn't change or control a lot of the things in this circumstance that I was experiencing last week, but I could change how I felt about it. Thoughts that might help me feel better might look like, I am so grateful for the work that I'm receiving, that I can have income. I'm so thankful for my daughter and that she needs me right now because I know that this time of her being little is just going so fast. So I'm just holding on to those moments with her. What a blessing it is that I can be my own boss and work from home. And how cool is it that my husband is also busy and that this allows us to have a nice home to live in and a roof over our head and food on our table. I know that life is fluid and that this feeling of stress will eventually pass and another feeling will come. These thoughts leave me feeling happy, grateful, and at ease. So what's the takeaway here? You can change your experience by changing your thoughts and your reaction to circumstance. So tip number two, have a breathing practice in place and ready to go. Just for like, just for a second, if we can just take in the incredible benefits of deep breathing. (laughs) I don't even think we fully understand yet. I don't even think there's a full science that understands the blessing that deep breathing is. But do you realize that every time you take in oxygen, every cell in your body gets to hit a refresh button, if you will? And the more oxygen you can take in, the clearer your head will feel. And let me explain why. It has to do with those hormones I was talking about earlier. Breathing deep helps to stimulate your parasympathetic nervous system and secrete happy hormones. So just to clarify, earlier we were talking about the sympathetic nervous system secreting cortisol and adrenaline. Now we're talking about the parasympathetic nervous system and... Um, Instead of adrenaline and cortisol, this time it is serotonin and dopamine, which are happy hormones. We want a good balance of all of these. Breathing deep sends a message to your brain that all is well, that we are okay, and there's no imminent danger. (laughs) So you can get out of fight or flight mode and just relax. Here's what it looks like in a real life experience. Let's say you're sitting in a big traffic jam and you've been at a standstill for several minutes. Is your blood starting to boil? (laughs) Are you thinking, oh my gosh, I'm going to be late. This is the worst. I hate traffic. Why are we stopped? I could be doing so many different things right now. I have so much to do. This is so frustrating. (laughs) Here you are in a circumstance that you have no control over and that you can't change. Do you get that? Do you want to fight it or just let it be okay? Now would be the perfect time to take 10 deep breaths. Let your head get clear, calm yourself down, and choose a different reaction to your circumstance. What a great time to listen to a podcast. Call a friend you haven't talked to in a while. Send a nice text to your spouse. Or here's a good one for you. Think of someone other than yourself. If you can't change your circumstance, then brighten someone else's day. I promise that it's worth it. Breathing breathing deep can be done quite literally anywhere, anytime. I mean, what a gift. 
So it really just, I want to point out that it, it uh, really just clears your mind and helps you to kind of just calm down and get grounded so that you can then, like I said, make the choice to change your reaction to your circumstance. Tip number three is to write it out. If you haven't gathered this conclusion yet, your brain and your thoughts are responsible for pretty much every experience you have in your life. Notice I said experience, not circumstance. Quick side note, I am not suggesting that we can just pick and choose whatever circumstances that we want in this life. That's not realistic. There are so many variables at play. Other people, socioeconomic status that we're born into, education, etc., etc. I simply want to offer that whatever circumstance you do find yourself in, you have the power and you get to choose. Like, it's a privilege. (laughs) You get to choose what you experience from your circumstance. So, back to the topic. If you let your thoughts get carried away, kind of like I mentioned at the beginning about this snowball effect, right? Um, your thoughts just coming faster and getting bigger and these, this kind of thing. We can go from like zero to a hundred on the stress level reader real quick. <laughs> I have found in my life that usually I think it's a lot worse than it actually is. Just earlier today, in fact, I started making some mental notes of all of the things that I needed to get done, and the list started to get really lengthy, (laughs) and I started to get really tired, but I decided to grab a pen and paper and just start writing. And you know what? The simple act of getting my thoughts out of my head and onto paper helped so much. Your brain feels like it has more space, and you're not so overwhelmed with these thoughts just bombarding each other. So it's it's really powerful. There's just something about making making a visual that can I think can really help. You can write down a to-do list, you can write down your feelings, you can write down anything under the sun. The idea is just to get it out of your head and onto paper. Uh, so here are some prompts that I wanted to offer to get you started. Try what do I need to do today? How can I prioritize my to-do list? How am I feeling? Like, really? Can I change my reaction to my circumstance? How can I think of someone other than myself today? And that last one is a really powerful one. So, my last tip, tip number four, is gain some different perspective. I realize I'm walking on really thin ice here. I am not advocating for the notion of escapism. Rather, I want to offer that when we take some time to do something that feeds our soul and helps us connect to something greater outside of ourselves, we can be filled up and replenished and just feel ready to take on our next thing. You might be saying, well, if I leave my pile of stuff to do and put it off until later, it's just going to be here when I get back. This is true. This is valid. But I want to invite you to think about the fact that if you give yourself some space to connect and get grounded, like I said earlier, you can find the courage and the strength and the right frame of mind to then, again, change how you feel about all of those things. It is all going to be there when you get back, but you'll be coming back with a much broader and healthier perspective. 
I'm not going to suggest a time limit or any sort of rules for this. You just do what you want to do. Like, you do you, girl, and I'll do me. (laughs) For me, I love to go on a long walk. I also like to meditate and pray. Another thing I can do to really get grounded and connect to God is to spend some time outside in the mountains. This always helps, helps me and leaves me with a greater perspective. And I just find that when I get back from doing something like this, I have the energy and just the right frame of mind to accomplish whatever lies ahead. So as I mentioned earlier, stress is truly just part of our life, you guys. I I wish I could say that it, it wasn't, but it is. The real magic happens in our life, though, when we take control of our reactions and choose to have an insanely beautiful experience in whatever circumstances lie ahead. That's really what this entire podcast is about, living your best life. You truly can show up and live your best life no matter what. The choice is yours. What a blessing. Just to recap, tip number one is to change your experience, not your circumstance. Tip number two is to have a breathing practice in place and ready to go. Tip number three is to write it out. And tip number four is to gain some perspective. All right, you guys, that's all I've got for today. I hope you have an amazing week. Please email me with any questions that you have. And remember that you can book a mini session with me that's completely free if you need some one-on-one time um, getting coached to, you know, combat stress or anything else you feel stuck on in your life or in your health. I would love to hear from you. I'm happy to help you. I so appreciate the support from you. Please go leave me a review if you haven't done so already. Uh, We will see you next week. Bye-bye.